Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Brian Hanley right there. Mark Zander here until 1230 on ESPN1000. So, Brian, you had an issue pop up this week that really, really hurt. And um, are, are you still holding a grudge? Uh, you know, it, it, we talked about last week where um, you ta- you were kind of regretting you haven't been out to as much live music as you normally would have gone to post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what am I doing? You know, because that's part of your lifeblood, right? Yep. I mean, you, you've been part of the music industry forever, and that's your passion, one of your passions. And, you know, we've seen pricing um, with baseball stadiums and football stadiums where the the new normal is you get the schedule and they divide the schedule into tier games, right? So if uh, the Golden State Warriors are coming to town, um, certainly baseball they do this. Any of the teams, if the Yankees are going to show up at Wrigley Field or at, at uh, down at the, the rate, um, you're paying a premium, at, but at least you know what the premium is. It's mm. a, it's a, a printed number, right? It's mm. not a fluctuating number, but in your season ticket package, whatever the games aren't all the same. The tickets aren't all the price the same. Right. It's you it's may not like on. it, but at least it's obvious as to what you will right. be paying for any given game. Right, and you can choose, and especially if you don't have season season tickets, you can you're buying these things. Like, okay, I'd love to go see the Yankees at Wrigley Field, but I can afford the of, Pirates. <laughs> Right, exactly. I'm, I'm more of a I'm more of a bucko guy. All right. Um, you know, Quintana's on the mound. How can I miss that? Uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta spend the extra few bucks on that. I'm you know first one in the line. So anyway, with concert tickets now, the new thing is the quote unquote dynamic pricing, right? And it's not set. It's fluctuating, and it's not. The, 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 I guess the goal mark is to eliminate the secondary market and make sure the artists. And I'm all for this. Mm-hmm. Maximize the money. Because too many times in, in years past, the bands, the entertainers themselves, had the set prices, and then immediately the demand was such that um, we used to be the guys lined up outside the record stores, and a van would pull up, and twenty guys would get out because the the scalper had hired them to stand in line and, and get tickets for them. Ah, right? the good old days. The good old days, right? But now the bots do it on on. It's all done on the internet and through websites. So uh, Springsteen's on uh, on the road for the first time with the band. And let's remind 20s. everybody, you're a huge Springsteen fan. Yeah, I'm in, in when it comes to our Twitter poll. I need I'm in the never uh, need your head examined category. I had that feeling. Spend. Yeah. So you have to go through a, a Ticketmaster process now, supposedly fan friendly, to weed out all the secondary people and to make sure the fans get the seats. You, you have to go through a verified fan process. You have to fill out a form online. And then you wait for an email to show back, turn back up whether you're verified, whether you actually are a fan or not, whether you believe you are or not. They'll determine that. Thank you very much. I don't know how they figured it out. So anyway, uh, Springsteen announced uh, a tour starting in February in the States doing basketball hockey arenas for the first couple months before he goes to Europe. And those of us who were fortunate enough to get through the verified fan process, you know, like now at least have a crack at the tickets. Well, those people, the first shows went on. So that was Tuesday night. You got the email with a code. And then the next morning, some of the shows went on sale. And if you got the code for one of those shows, you had to prioritize five shows. And you weren't guaranteed to get any of them. Certainly not guaranteed to get your top two or three. You might get one of them. Mm-hmm. 
long way of saying that people said, okay, I got one of the shows on my list. I got the code. I'm lined up at 10 a.m. Chicago time. I'm ready to go. And they click on, and they're in a queue that says more than 2,000 people are in front of you, even though you logged on right at the exact time. And then if you waited that out, you got to the point where you're clicking on tickets that are not set price. And literally one second. Really, I could, have not been through this process. I don't oh, like it's this. Exhausting. It's ah. exhausting. It's like you're on an emotional roller coaster until the roller coaster stops. You're like, I'm going to throw up because I can't <laughs> afford those tickets. So you click on. Uh, it's not a good roller coaster no. unless somebody throws up. Right. I mean, I, I, I tweeted out a picture of just took, I think, the first show on the tour. And these are the prices Ticketmaster's charging, not some secondary market. $4,000 for a floor seat. I think it hit 5000 People ah! are telling, telling stories that they would click on and there's a ticket for 200 bucks. And by the time they went to check out and pay for it, either tickets disappeared or now they're 800 bucks, like within seconds. And they were just, one guy just said he sat there and kept his cursor on one tick, on one seat for three minutes and he saw the thing go up from like 100 bucks to 900 bucks to 1500 bucks, and he just sat there going, this can't be... This can't be right. <laughs> and for a guy in Springsteen who his it's like the, it's like the stock market. It, You're trying to buy it on a live market. Absolutely. It's like wow. a, it's it's an auction. Man. It's not really wow. a for sale. Wow, wow. And for a guy who's who's you know, bona fides were his whole song category or catalog is worth is all about five hundred million dollars he sold it for. He just sold it, yeah, yeah. to Sony. But I mean it's all the songs are about living life the right way. Whether you do or not, you aspire to that. Making a better world. The early blue stuff, the blue collar stuff, blue, collar, the, blue the, collar work yeah, ethic, salt to the earth kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, right. And you have the, you believe that you have this connection with somebody. And he was a guy, unlike like the Eagles, who were happy to break the hundred dollar face value ticket barrier. I remember he, that, and I'm still mad. Yeah, but they were at least they told you. Well, you know, why should the guy <laughs> right. sell at the street corner selling you tickets get an extra hundred bucks? We'll, we'll take it instead. And again, I they're, they're, I have no problem with them getting what they're worth. But but it sounds like you have a limit to what you're going to does. easily allow. And this is ridiculous. So uh, you're I mean, under the did, need your head examined. Oh, yeah. Well, Twitter, I mean, backlash. It's like 50 years of reputation and legacy blew up in one day yep. for Bruce Springsteen yep. because all the goodwill he had and. I mean, I went back and listened to East Street Radio the other day, and I was like, okay, calm down. You know, I still love the music. And, I, I, saw, I saw you on, on Twitter, yeah. and I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. You're, you're having a, uh, a public um, uh, public issue with Bruce, which I don't blame you on. But let, let, me, let me jump in here and say this. Once you get Ticketmaster involved... Oh yeah, you know what? Ticketmaster and the venue—they buy the concert. You know, they they Live pay the bill. You know, whatever, and yeah, and they're, they're partners, so right? They're... Right, and and they pay for the act, and then you know, Bruce gets a part of the ticket sales. Sure, but there's something that ha- there's something that happens that is out of Springsteen's control, and and I'm not saying you know this to forgive him, but. You know, the demand has gone up and everybody's going to make their money. And it is really, really disappointing. But for anybody that thinks it's just the artist that controls the price, I know you don't, but some people do. That's not the case. uh, You saw everyone, uh, you know, trying to figure out why, you know, how could this happen? How could Bruce do this? All this stuff. Right. Um, Everything I've learned about since in the aftermath is that the artist has to approve the dynamic pricing, but they're allowed to cap 
what the algorithm will spit out. Oh, see, I didn't know about the cap. Yeah. And, and, and so I guess there's John no cap. Landau huh? is 75 years old, his manager forever, right? Since he discovered Bruce Springsteen back in the day. And, and this is the first time that he and Springsteen have gone down this road. So shame on them if they didn't know what they needed to do yeah. to, to put I a agree. cap and protect people and not get to the 4000 or 5000 which no one's paying. I mean, there's the one thing about this tour now is you go on Ticketmaster today and the, the last row in these 25,000 seat arenas are still going to cost you between two and three hundred dollars. And by the way, Ticketmaster takes like a 20 percent ticket fee cut. Of course they do. Yeah. And, and someone tweeted out, it's like, just because we can fee, what are you going to do about it? Fee mm-hmm. is five dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's another dollar fee? They had a like list of all the fees. Right. But it's 20 percent now on top of a four thousand dollar ticket if you win the um uh, Mega if millions. you're lucky enough to be allowed to pay that much. Yeah, Mega Millions okay. is up to, what, $790 million? So yeah. I might revisit that if I buy my one Mega Millions ticket and uh, am fortunate enough to win the $790 Well, million. you're right about this dynamic pricing. Um, I could see why they're doing it in the fact that the artist has the ability. I did not know to cap that, which yeah. they should. Um, you, you know, and I think uh, Bruce and his management team are finding out the hard way that, uh, uh, you know, a fan goodwill only goes so far. And, and the maddening thing is no one, neither he nor his management have said a word about it. So you don't know actually if they're OK with this, if they want all the money, because people are speculating. Look, he's 73 and the band's not any younger. This could be the last tour. Right. And right. and but they didn't say it was. Uh, but no one. No, they with all the backlash and it made international news um, and hit you know, variety and CNN and, and every local newscast in New York, New Jersey and elsewhere. And yet they haven't said a thing because really, what can they say? And Friday, another batch of shows went on and the same thing happened. So they pissed off another group of people wow. the same way they did on Wednesday. Wow. Well, yeah, you know, to, uh, how this is backfiring is not a surprise. It should backfire. They should feel this. And I hope that they do. And I hope that they end up coming out and talking about this and, and doing something about it. Because, uh, yeah, this is not going to, uh, you know, support goodwill for Bruce and the E Street Band, especially in light of the, the way he has presented himself over a great many years. Yeah. And, you know, during the pandemic, he said, when this thing's over, we're going to have the biggest party and you're all invited. It's just no one knew you're going to you, you got to make sure you're going to pay up. Yes, you're, yeah. you're going to have to take out a site. I will say real quick, too, that I don't know if you guys heard of the artist Bad Bunny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Puerto Rican rapper, tickets for him a year ago were going for 2400 each. Yeah. And people were paying those. They were selling See, that's out that's what I said deal. at the top of the show when we started yeah. talking about this. It's the people that set the prices. If there's some nut job out there that's willing to pay X amount, then then they know, ooh, we've tested the market. That pride, that ticket, now it's not going to be everybody that does that. But that almost sets the threshold. It does. I mean, the algorithm reads it. If one, if you buy one of those, yeah. let alone two or whatever, well, now we'll, let's see if we can get uh, 30% more than that. Oh. Someone bid on that. Let's go to 5000 Hey, remember so. virtual concerts? I saw a virtual concert or two during the pandemic. I'm all about that. Yeah. Did um, Fortnite virtual cheaper. concerts. You guys see that? What's that? They did Fortnite virtual concerts. You guys see that? Who, who did? Like, uh, I think Ariana Grande, Travis oh. Scott did one. I actually saw a David Bowie tribute virtual concert. Was it a hologram? Uh, no, no, no. It was a tribute. He wasn't yeah. there. It was other people playing his music, but they were varied artists. It was really, really interesting. And I paid for it. 15 bucks you, for a ticket. Well, see, I'm all about that. Saw it on my that. TV. 
Would you go to uh, uh, the one of these shows now where they they like the holograms? Hologram? No. Yeah, you sit in a theater. No, no, it's no, no, no. Creepy. I, 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 you know what? We're, we'll hit break. We'll talk about that. And wrap up the Twitter poll before we get out of here. But uh, I've had my chance, and I'll tell you exactly why. I will not take that chance. <laughs> we'll come back and talk about that on ESPN One Thousand. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN One Thousand. ESPN 1000, your home for the Chicago White Sox. Jesse Rogers on the pre and post. Len Casper and Kurt Bloom on the radio call. Kurt is a double-A announcer calling his first big league game, so you'll hear it here on ESPN 1000. Uh, with Brian Hanley until 1230. Brian, uh, the hologram thing. You know, Bruce won't be here forever. And, uh, you know, at one point, they're probably going to try to squeeze you for a $4,000 ticket to see a hologram of him. <laughs> Are you interested? Man, I don't know about 40 bucks for that, but okay. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, they'll try. You know, those algorithms yeah. will try. Here's what I was going to say about the um, uh, hologram thing. A few years ago, now I didn't see it, but I saw enough of it. The, uh, the There was something sent to some... Uh, some of us radio people like a preview, but Ronnie James Dio, very famous heavy metal singer, died in 2010. He was with the band Rainbow and, and Black Sabbath and stuff. So uh, a very noted singer. And they did a hologram show uh, of his and I saw a preview of it. And it was and thankfully, I had seen him a couple times when he was among the living. So I didn't have to do this, but I saw it. It is creepy as hell there. Yeah. And, and when it would just. Just seeing a preview, it's like, you know what? I'm not sure that there's any artist that I would be willing to pony up the money to go see some hologram thing. And the tour did go on. This Ronnie James Dio tour did go on for a little bit. And then and then they just ended it. So I don't know if it probably How was really yeah. well received. Yeah, I, you know, because first of all, they'd have to be smaller venues, right? To, yeah. to make mm -hmm. that work mm -hmm. with the technology. Which means the tickets, uh, yeah, you know, probably in the technology oh, I mean, cost that money. hologram. That hologram's got to eat. You know, what the hell? You gotta... <laughs> right. and the hologram's yeah. got a rider. You That's know? right. Is that backstage rider? Out. You don't know what that looks yeah. like. they got to pay for oh, it somehow. Can... It's top shelf liquor back there in that dressing room for the hologram. You know, <laughs> right. we got to sober that hologram up to get them out here. Yeah, I, that that's I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be there where I need to go see, you know. The, the fun house but I'm telling you, of, you know what? Uh, God bless the Rolling Stones, but we're, when they're all gone, they're either going to have next of kin form a baby Rolling Stones, or they're going to hologram it and and just have us live with the Rolling Stones for the next 200 years. Look, I'll pay $2,400 to see the Beatles hologram. I'll do that. Will you? Yeah, I'd do that. Really? Did you watch Get Back? Yeah, I all loved of it. it. Yeah, I I told you I couldn't I couldn't finish it because I didn't want it to end. Okay. So I, I left well, myself but, an hour. But you can watch it all, Jake, and then start it over again. I know, but then it I'm going to... I'm, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm going to give you on a time loop. Endless yeah. loop. Endless Wait, loop. I'm going to watch it for a second where, time. Brian's got to watch it for the Jake, first time. I want to know where Jake's getting the 2400 bucks because I have an idea what producers make. Um, but I just found out from Jake that... Do you know what he majored in at DePaul, Mark? Uh, basket weaving. No. No. He's a funny guy. He's a funny man. He... He's a comedy writer. Oh, he is wincing right now. <laughs> There's a reason I'm behind the glass right now. No, 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 no. no. I mean, you, I, you, you studied comedy, you, right? Comedy writing. You, you yeah. can get a degree at DePaul for that. Which I mean, that I, I one of the classes I took at Marquette 
after I knocked out all my elective or my requirements was we, call, we nicknamed it Wednesday night at the movies. I think it was appreciation of film or something. But basically watched a movie in a classroom every every well, Wednesday night. Well, I think we all took those classes, yes. Yeah, we but I mean, I, I'm, I'm now intrigued because Charlie and Jake, I mean, I, I would I would pay to see the stand-up act from Hey, you, are you guys are funny then? You you funny then? Funny how? Funny, <laughs> funny how? I mean, hey, Charlie holds Charlie holds the stand up mic. I I can't do what he does because that's you. But you would write for him, right? I mean, stand up writing is different, but yeah, sketch writing that's that's up my alley. Okay, all right. We're gonna have to get I'm some so kind impressed. of sketch together at some point. I'm soon. impressed. He, he's he's second city veteran. This guy. Look at the, the Jake. I mean, our Jake. I, I, there's a whole different Jake. I didn't. I, I, I didn't I asked the right questions today. I'm so intrigued by this because I love comedy. I went to, you know, back in the day in the eighties, Mark, the, I don't know about you, the comedy clubs were a deal. And oh my god, yeah, week, yeah. Right? I saw Rodney Dangerfield live. Oh, are you kidding me? No, I'm um, not kidding you, eh? Yeah. I mean I saw Steve Martin at the International Amphitheater with twelve thousand people putting a, you know, an arrow on his head. I mean, how <laughs> stupid is that? <laughs> what I do think is comedy though is I don't know if you guys saw this Cassianos thing. Uh oh, Cassianos went off on this reporter after uh, there were some boos in the crowd after yesterday's game and uh, here's what these two uh, went at it for you're in the blues there when you struck out and playing the game there no man I lost my hearing <laughs> so you didn't hear come on man that's a stupid question why is that a stupid question can anybody else answer that for him anybody yeah man that's a stupid question it's not a stupid question if it's a stupid question you should be equipped to answer. All right, all right, all right. I did answer it. All right, all right. The answer you we got the answer. We got the answer. That doesn't mean that I can't say that it's a yeah. stupid question. It wasn't a stupid question. Of it's a legit question. Yeah, if I heard the booze, is, 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 that's a rhetorical question. Of course it's a stupid question. Did you question. hear the booze? That's a stupid question. We got the answer. We're good. Thanks, guys. We're and you should be able to handle a stupid question. I did. <laughs> I love that the reporters like fighting him. It's like, dude, he just should have said, yeah, that was a stupid question. You're right. That was a stupid question. Brian, we've got some uh, Twitter polls that we need to wrap up here. Um, why don't we riff off of what we were just talking about? What is the most you have spent per ticket to an event between 100 and 300? That's where I land because I've spent most of my time in the business of music where I've had to pay for very little and I've seen some great things. So thankfully, I'm not where you are. Need your head examined. You also, uh, another choice was between 300 and 500 and this is sporting event or or music event jake what do we got on this one so we got four uh money spent on per ticket we have 53 percent between 100 to 300 uh need your head examined at 18 percent, and then 28 300 to 500 and as far as the bears other than justin fields who's the most important roquan smith at 54 percent, and then darnell mooney at 26 ha huh, that's a surprise isn't it brian yeah, you and I got 26. Yeah, we 26. got 26. That's okay. We need to see what the offense is going to do. And we need to get out of here. Brian, it's been a slice. We'll see you again next weekend. We've got Jesse Rogers in the pregame. It's Guardians and White Sox 110 first pitch. Dylan Cease, our ace, on the mound versus Shane Bieber. Len and Kurt will be on the call here on ESPN 1000. For Brian Hanley and Jay Cantu, I am Mark Zander. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the day and go White Sox. We'll talk to you again next weekend here on ESPN 1000.